All right, Warrior Poets, a uh, topic that I've been mulling over for uh, probably a couple months now, but I haven't really formulated into a video, and I'm going to do it right here off the cuff while my kids are supposed to be sleeping, and if you listen in real close, you can hear them disobeying me. Uh, here's, here's the quote uh, that got me on this uh, little bit of a journey. Skill in arms counts for little, but courage tells all. Skill in arms counts for little, but courage tells all. It's from Gates of Fire. It's a book about the Battle of Thermopylae, about the 5th century BC, and it tells the kind of the ethos, the uh, esprit de corps, the virtue of uh, the ancient uh, Greek Spartans, uh, namely. Uh, but I think it, it's just as applicable today because there's a lot of fast shooters out there. There's lots of people with the right gear. There's lots of people with really, really good resumes. Uh, and that's, that's fantastic. I don't want to detract from that at all. But what I do want to say is uh, those folks could be very skilled, very gifted, and if they lack this one thing, none of that would matter. <laughs> if they lack this one thing, none of it matters. Uh, how fast you shoot, your reloads. If you don't have courage uh, it, in the midst of uh, fear, uh, you know, having to defend you and yours or... Uh, respond to an active shooter, you're a cop or a fireman, you're a military guy, when you're uh, faced with insuperable odds to be able to overcome in that moment. Uh, there's another place in Pressfield's Gates of Fire where it says uh, that um, being a good soldier, something to this effect, I know I'm going to butcher it, uh, was doing the unexceptional during exceptional circumstances meaning it's one thing to run a drill well on a range and it's entirely a, a different matter to do it when you're sure you're about to die courage tells all uh you know i've also been reading uh virtues of war uh, lately it's about alexander the great i've been uh reading it uh recently and he was uh talking about uh, alexander's disdain for mercenaries and uh somewhere back here uh, i think i've uh, got it somewhere and he talks about how they surveyed the battlefield and there was like 50 70 thousand troops infantry troops all lined up uh but they were mercenaries uh and alexander the great as he's surveying them he says uh uh, uh you know, a bunch of rabbits could put them to flight, uh, meaning mercenaries were not reliable. And I think some of these mercenaries, you know, also uh, Machiavelli uh, would echo the exact same sentiment. I've got a quote of his uh, put out, and this has to do, so I'm basically contrasting the man of courage, the one who fights for uh, freedom, who fights for family, who fights for God, who fights for love, who fights for children, who fights for something. They're, they've got skin in it. They're ready to die. And I'm taking the mercenary and putting them in stark contrast as the uh, opposite. Uh, so um, a mercenary, uh, yeah, uh, Machiavelli writes this, mercenary and auxiliaries are useless and dangerous. Uh, quite a different picture from uh, how you may picture mercenaries now, but they're useless and dangerous. And if one holds his state based on these arms, he will stand neither firm nor safe, for they are disunited, ambitious, and without discipline, unfaithful and valiant before friends, but cowardly before enemies. They have neither the fear of God nor fidelity to men, and destruction is deferred 
only so long as the attack is. Machiavelli didn't think well on mercenaries. Alexander the Great uh, didn't either. Uh, and you know, it is possible for somebody who's paid to provide a security service, which isn't really necessarily the same as a, a mercenary th uh, uh, per se. I think there's more that goes into that, but kind of a hired gun. I noticed uh, living overseas, uh, you, there'd be hired security, and this is in Central America, South America, uh, the Middle East, everywhere I observed this, where you had hired gun security. Uh, the, the, uh, here, <laughs> step one, an attack is initiated. A bank is robbed. Step 1.5, the hired help drops their gun and runs away. They don't alert. They don't sound alarm. They just run away. So if you ever see your guards take off, your hired hands take off, that means that trouble is about to come. Uh, you know, people will uh, kill for money. People will kill for money. People won't die for it, though. Uh, that requires something else, uh, some higher ideal. And so when I, I think about, uh, okay, I can work on skill, I can work on uh, fitness, I can work on tactics, and I can work on uh, getting the right gear. I can work on all that, but how in the world do you work on courage? How do you work on having that, that heart that that bleeds, that's ready to go the distance, that's ready to fight to the death. How do you get there? Um, and that, that's a harder question because certainly if what I've said is, is true, uh, that uh, strength or skill of arms counts for little, but courage tells all. If that's really what it all comes down to, yeah, you want good skills, yeah, you want good tools, yeah, you want good tactics, but courage is ultimately going to be the big mover of the man. If that's what it really takes, how in the world are we supposed to work on? So I've kind of been stewing on all that. And I think ultimately it comes down to, to how much do you love good and how much do you hate bad? Uh, how much do you, uh, uh, you know, so a hard topic. I know it's kind of heady, but it's late at night and I'm just kind of meshing all of this, uh, rolling it around in my head together. Uh, I think one way to work on courage is simple things. Uh, one is to love your wives and your kids epically. You know, I've said it before that if you love extravagantly, you will fight courageously. And I, I think that's absolutely true. It's not a guarantee, but I think it's, it's one of the uh, one true way identifier that we may be able to have uh, courage as well. As perfect love casts out all fear. That's absolutely true. You wanna combat fear? love extravagantly uh you know um so i think that's uh, definitely one another thing is get used to being uh used to conquering fear every time uh, fear comes to grip you that you would be able uh to fight through that fear that'd be good uh engaging in some type of uh training that forces you uh, to run when everyone else flees away so that your body kind of falls into a rhythm of uh, uh, attack, uh, of a posturing, uh, that it's uh, kind of, uh, what do I want to say, calloused against the effects of fear so that kind of your default when met with horror uh, uh, developed somewhat of an adrenaline junkie uh, side to you as well. Uh, so I, I think those are, are ways that we can do uh, uh, build courage. Uh, also, just a, a lot of what courage is, is it's kind of your character under fire. <laughs> your character. If you have good character, now I think in high-stakes situations, 
uh, where it tests your character by fire, that equals courage. And I'm still working on that, uh, so I'm not totally sold on that. There, there needs to be a little, I need to test that a little bit more. Maybe I, I was a little preemptive in bringing that out. What do you guys think? How do you work on courage? And if what I said, uh, uh, you know, and echoing uh, what the uh, uh, Greeks were, were purporting that uh, uh, skill of arms, strength of arms counts for a little, but courage tells all. If that's true, how does that change how we train? How does that change how we prepare? And how do we work on those things? So you guys are smart. Uh, throw some stuff out there. Warrior poets, train hard, train smart. See you guys.